This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This Bradford City Up The Chickens special is hosted by Bradford City Independent Group. Hi, good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Get It Off Your Chest space. Uh, it's a talk purely about Bradford City. You can talk about whatever you want. It's an open floor, an open mic. Um, and I thought it might be just nice to all get together, talk about some of the things that are going on at the moment in the club and around it, um, and really get your views uh, and give you a, a space to um, to 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 speak and, and say what you want so looking for speakers obviously you choose the topics uh you can you know i'm not going to mention bradford city independent fans at all uh, you can ask me about that if you want to but um it's purely about just uh getting stuff off your chest tonight and uh we've just literally found out that manny osadebi's gone to forest green for a fee which uh, is quite quite a surprise i wasn't expecting that one um but it's over to you guys um has anybody got anything on the mind are you wanting to talk about the recruitment at the moment are you uh do you have some views on uh supporters board and their uh, minutes uh, that were released late last night um it's over to you so we're looking for speakers come on just as you do on like city event or anything like that and uh and say your piece and uh, we'll go from there but um but lots happening at the club at the m- moment lots of fans with different views uh the floor is yours guys uh, i'm just moderating so has anybody got any points at the moment uh on recruitment as it stands right now any thoughts on on anything right now let's have a look um approve so, Stan, hello, mate. Uh, it's over to you, buddy. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Um, no surprise, really, is it, on the um, the out players going out so far? I mean, Harry was a bit of a, not lefty feeling, but I suppose it took people by surprise, specifically because they didn't expect us to actually sell him. But the fact that uh, he was probably wanting to go in the summer. But, yeah, I mean, um, um, big Vidane and, and, and Paddy going, it's not a surprise, really. So, I think... Um, 
probably shrewd bit of business um and sounds like uh, um alexander's kind of fighting tooth and nail to uh, to keep jake young as well so I found it interesting, Stan, that we've managed to get undisclosed fees for, for pretty much most of what's gone out at the moment, which normally we get the um, – we normally they just go uh, and we, we don't seem to get anything from them. But we, we seem to be trying to secure fees for these players, which I think is quite – uh, quite positive based on some of the previous kind of um, uh, transfer windows we've had. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, <laughs> you know, somebody um, better than me can probably tell you why they don't sort of uh, disclose them. I guess it's basically people are, you know, keeping the war chests, sort of the cards close to the chest out there if they wanted to make signings, uh, especially in this Jan- uh, January window, I think I think it's good. You know, even if you get like thirty thousand for a player, obviously uh, that kind of probably buys somebody's contract out, doesn't it? Um, uh, and so on. So um, yeah, and the fact that the club are playing hardball with uh, Harry, I did see a post earlier, and um, Carlisle managers is it Simpson or Sampson? I think Simpson in it. Simpson, yeah, yeah, he was kind of talking about um, Jake Young again, and and it's probably because he's been asked that question, uh, and I didn't see it. I just, you know, I was looking for the um, the quotes, etc. But I was making me tea anyway. Um, but it's just a little bit kind of um, bit poor form, really, to be talking about another club's player. Um, um, you know. Yeah, Graham Graham's come out today in his press conference, hasn't he? He's, he's kind of alluded to. To that much, um, said it was kind of he'd spoken to Jake Young at training ground today, um, and he seemed okay, but he thought it was a bit poor form. And I must admit, I'm surprised really because Simpson's not exactly like kind of an amateur. Um, you know, he, he he's been around for a while, um, so you've got to think there's maybe some other ulterior motive there to maybe unsettle. Jake, I mean personally, I think he's probably going to go anyway. I mean, I, I don't know what your view is on that, but you know, the lad's young. He's had a good half season. Um, he's probably, you know, thinking maybe can I kick on to a higher league here? Yeah, I think it's all. It'll be driven by him, really, won't it? Obviously, subject to uh, any kind of uh, fees being acceptable uh, to the club. Um, yeah, it, it's like. He's probably had interest, you know, obviously people talk or people kind of, um, you know, kind of inquire and stuff. And, yeah, you know, he's thinking, well, the way this, especially the way the season's gone for City at the moment, um, somebody comes in like, I don't know, top half League One club, you'd, you'd jump at the chance. So, I guess, you know, it's kind of, we we can't compete with these things because of literally the league position that we're in. Um, I think if we were a League One club, We'd have to be like a, a decent, you know, of, in a similar position where a decent championship club comes in. Because um, I think, uh, aside from like uh, two or three like really big clubs in League One, I think would be rel- relatively competitive. So, um, in in terms of, uh, I, did, I haven't had a chance to listen to Alexander's um, press conference yet. But um, is there anything else he's kind of said? Or I mean, like I said, the only thing I got was that. Um, He's keen for Jake Young to stay. Yeah, he he talks a little bit about Walker, and Walker's not been able to kind of train properly on grass because of the conditions and because um, players have been training that um, uh, artificial stuff, so they didn't want to risk it. Um, he talked about Lewis Richards has done some running along with uh, Young. 
Um, and then he said that Grant McCann had changed some things with Doncaster. He doesn't think it'll be the same team that we played against uh, recently. Um, and he's also basically given the players a load of data on um, on their performance since since Notts County and warned them that um, the dropping off their focus just for a minute has cost them uh, across quite a few games. So it sounds like he's he's kind of read the riot act a little bit to uh, the players this uh, this week, which you know obviously we've you know the crawler game was was. The nightmare situation, conceding, leading to one with whatever it was minutes to go, and then we concede uh, and lose the game. So uh, I think that he's probably done the right thing there and just trying to drag them back into focus, um, personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the guy, and, um, you know, kind of, he's he does it in a different way to Hughes, in a different way to what Derek's done, so he's, he's got his own way, which I'm, I'm okay with. I think the Crawley game, I think he was just as culpable as well, because in terms of like, he, when he changed it, it was just like for like, and he was just banging your head against a, a brick wall, really. But, um, you know, overall, I think he's, he's been good. So, uh, you know, obviously, I'll wait to see how the rest of the season pans out, and there's everything to play for anyway. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, we, I was on. Uh, the league two six oh six space on Sunday night and and pretty much um, the Donny fans are kind of in despair. Um, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, whether that kind of translate translates onto the field or not. Because um, yeah, by all counts, like you say, um, they've changed it about a little bit at uh, Donny since they played us. Um, but I think we have as well, haven't we? The last couple of games, uh, Derby and. And um, last Saturday, where we've kind of gone that, with that formation with more creative players, and it's just a shame that the likes of uh, Bobby, uh, uh, Harry Chapman, and um, Kevin McDonald haven't had the minutes sort of recently, you know. So, um, so it'd be an interesting game, definitely on on Saturday. Um, how much the previous game kind of goes towards? I don't know because the, the game at Donny was was very much, you know, the talk about. Um, <clears throat> Uh, excuse me. Um, okay. They talk about you know obviously like the possession changing qu- very quickly um, at this level, and that's what Mark Hughes obviously tried to kind of do um, and, and and kind of keep more of, more of the ball. Uh, the transitions was the word I was looking for. Sorry. So yeah, very very kind of um, interested to see how it goes on on Saturday. Um, do you have any thoughts yourself on on the kind of transfer kind of goings on and? Well, I was going to ask you what you felt were missing. I, I mean, I, I think we're crying out. We need to probably get a um, uh, a cover for Halliday because um, I'm worried um, uh, about him. Um, um, but um, I, I'm not. Quite, I think we need another striker as well to push um, um, Cook. Um, and then I'm I'm not really sure. I'm kind of you know I'm questioning. Do we need to? To, to bring uh, another fielder in, but, uh, you know, at the moment, I think those two areas uh, are probably the ones that I'm concerned about the most. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at this, at this sort of uh, stage, unless we go, like, to top-end League One Championship, I don't think we... You're right in terms of calling it cover for Holiday because um, Holiday's player of the season so far. Um, and, he, and he, for me, last season, he was third best behind... Um, uh, Cook and Lewis and, and Walker would have been up there had he played for a whole season rather than a half season. Um, yeah. 
So, so yeah, I, th- I, th- I think in midfield we do have we have we've pretty much got it covered. Um, we've got you know McDonald in there. We've got you know sort of. Uh, I suppose it is dependent a little bit on Walker sort of coming back and when he comes back because he did play that sort of role, didn't he? Um, which which home game was it? Where oh, um, one of the first sort of ones where we started picking up points and um, kind of Walker went into that more central role and. and it was equally equally as uh, influential there. So, um, yeah, I, I think for me, like, maybe one or two may go. I mean, I, I'm surprised, unless um, unless I've missed the, uh, the, 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 the news that Tull- Rayhan Tullock's still here, because he's not really been anywhere near, has he? Um, yeah, yeah the, uh, there was a comment about him as well, and I, I, I only glimpsed at what the comment was but I think it was a case of that he's been told that he won't play a game here again and he and Alexander felt he needed to go and find somewhere to play his football and that makes no sense to me why don't you just basically kind of send him back uh, and you know finish his loan I, 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 I didn't quite get that so uh, maybe somebody else knows about that the final thing I want to ask you Stan because uh, it is called get it off your chest base is there anything that you kind of um um what's your viewpoint in in terms of the club right now and uh, and some of the external kind of things that are going on right now is there, do you have a view on that is there anything you, you want to get off your chest i w- i would say like my major frustration and, and i was really frustrated after that crawler game and it was a case of like because especially with the tactics we were playing we were playing very direct and with the, it's kind of like the frustration is obviously we got rid of Hughes, and it's another season where we've chopped and changed, and we've got a squad that's pretty much built to do one thing. And a manager comes in, he hasn't got the players to do what he wants to do. So you kind of get through to the end of the season, and it's going to be another summer clear out. And you know, there's players on like you know, eighteen month, two year contracts still. Um, so that that is, and that is down to the the direction, but also, and, and I've said this, you know, in the past in terms of like. Um, well, I guess I'll say it's like Sparks because he's made or at least announced the decisions in terms of, you know, sort of flip-flopping. And really, we should have, um, uh, you know, a, a kind of, we should have a, <clears throat> a DNA in the club and a plan. And this is like, this is how we're going to play. This is the type of player we're going to bring in, whether that's we, we get young players and sell them on for profit, you know, a bit similar to Peterborough or whatever. But just have some kind of a DNA and a path that we stick to, and the managers that you bring in are the type of managers that basically, this, you know, play the style like as a club. This is what you're setting out to do. So that's one of my, I would say, biggest bugbears at the moment in terms of how it's gone over the last few years. I think that's that's fair points. Um, you know, I kind of would like us to see. To, to, to look at more youth. Um, I think we've got some really, really good youth players and I just like, you know, a little bit more frequency in them breaking through um, because, you know, I think Poynton's been outstanding. I think he's got a lot to learn, don't get me wrong, but I think he's been outstanding um, uh, in his in his first breakthrough season. But I know that we've got some really, really decent players and, you know, obviously the club are starting to send those out on loan try and get them some experience. But I think that there's some really, really good youth potential that are coming through at Bradford. And um, and I think uh, that City have just got to be brave sometimes uh, and, and, and try and blood them where they can because 
um, you know, that's the only way that we're going to kind of um, uh, kick on and, and, you know, get raised the money that we need. Because let's face it, we are a selling club. There's, you know, that's my opinion right now. I think we are a selling club. Um, anyway, enough for me rattling on. Uh, anybody else w- uh, got any, any views? Anything that you want to get off your chest? And um, and if you enjoy this, then we'll, we'll try to put more regular ones on and fill the gaps where City event uh, are not on um, so you can get things off your chest. So uh, anybody else want to speak? I know that you would... Uh, come on and speak away um you still want to do that anybody else got any points at all you might be want to comment on Stephen jen and our recruitment in general over the last uh, 18 months you might want to talk about the supporters board you might want to talk about sparks you might want to talk about rup the floor is yours I, i'm really not going to um uh, i'm really not going to kind of um uh, you know disapprove anybody it's your floor you, you know your space you do get it off your chest uh wayne go ahead buddy it's on you are you on there wayne sorry i was on, I was on mute um yeah. <laughs> I'll, over to you buddy uh, yeah just want to reinforce what basically stan said so everything he, he just basically said um i agreed with um, in addition to that, uh, I've just noticed that I think I saw something that said that the game might not be on tomorrow. Um, I think Graham Allen is on the send of doing everything they can to try and get the game on, but the pitch is currently unplayable. Um, and with the change in weather forecast, unlikely. Um, it's yeah, he said something. I think he said something, Wayne, that um, the, the the weather forecast suggests that they're only going to know on Saturday morning, but they'll do everything they can to get it on. That's right. Which is, it's not. I, I suppose from a Donny point of view, it's not that far to travel. But still, if we if the boot was on the other foot, we'd want to know as quickly as possible. But my, my view is, it might just be best basically kind of postponing it, and um, rather than trying to rush to get a game on on Saturday when the conditions are against us right now. Yeah, it, it sounds like the um, the covers don't seem to be doing anything that, you know, it doesn't seem to be stopping the, the frost getting through, so, um, yeah, I, I, I think stand, I can't see I can't see the game going ahead, because there's obviously temperatures improving dramatically over the next 48 hours. Yeah, um, and what? Uh, where, where are you now at the moment in terms of how City's performances are this season? What, you know, how do you feel uh, we've done and, and our current position? And what's your views on uh, on Alexander right now? Um, well, in terms of performances, I think the performances are exactly where this squad would determine them. I don't think the squad's good enough. I've said that from... Last summer, when we uh, we did our recruitment, I just don't think the squad was was ever brought into to be good enough. I don't understand what's going on with Tullock. I know we touched on it earlier. I don't get why we still got him in the squad because we're not going to play him. Um, don't know why he brought him in the first place. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think the squad is strong enough, um, and therefore the the results that we're getting are indicative of, of that um, and we are in the table where we are as a result of that do I think we can improve on it I think Graham Alexander is probably the best manager we could have got um, I've been championing him for, for quite a while I think he's whilst he's been going around some of the, the uh, some of our uh, rivals I've been 
quite jealous in the fact that he's been at them clubs and not at ours. So I think he's a good manager. I think given time, he would do a good job. But is his hands tied with with Sparks and, to an extent, Gent um, holding him back slightly? Um, is he actually going to be able to get the players in that he wants? I think he's talked today about having targeting one more player of a particular type. Now, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if that's before or after um, Manny left um, and whether we're still only looking for the one player or it was one player to replace Oliver, but now potentially two. But my personal opinion is we need a lot more than that to get this squad to an acceptable level. Yeah, I, um, I think that you know, the fans that I've spoke to have kind of been disappointed with performances uh, this year. Um, I think for me, the frustrating thing for me, Wayne, has been um, where we've kind of controlled games and then we've switched off and we've conceded late goals and, and neither shared points or uh, or not won. Uh, that, that kind of, for me, has been really hard to take in a lot of cases. Yeah, I can get that. Um, but then we have we have games like, you touched on it earlier, Crawler, where for large parts of the game, we weren't great. Um, it was almost like Crawley had laid a glove on us. We tried to fight back and they just stood back off us a little bit. And then as soon as we hurt them, they came back and did what they could do against us. That's how it felt. Um it was almost like they, they they were just holding their own and just knew that they could keep us within punching distance. But as soon as we we scored our, our second goal, they came out and ripped us apart. Um, and, and I'm sure if they'd have played with that same attitude the entire game, we could have been on the end of an hiding. That's how it felt to me. Yeah, they broke us quickly as well. They were really quick on the break in, those, in that final 10. And they seemed to be more effective in the final third than we were. Yeah, absolutely. They have, some, they have some decent players, especially going forward. Yeah, definitely so. Um, sorry, Wayne, just pause there a second. Stan, you've had your hand up, mate. Um, did you want to comment on something Wayne had said? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I would um, respectfully disagree with uh, Wayne with regards to um, the how good the squad is. I think the squad is good enough to get in the playoffs. I think the squad is very much underachieved or underperformed. Um, and I think there's a lot of things that have been spoken about. Um, you know, I, I do think I think definitely we need another striker up there. With if let's let's assume that Jake Young's going, we need another uh, striker, don't we, or forward that's basically going to um, be an alternative to Andy Cook or you know able to give him a breather. Um, I, I think the Crawley thing was. We te teams had kind of sussed us out because we did stick with that sort of more direct, um, more more transitional sort of way of playing, and all they had to do was just kind of line up. And they were very good on the on the counter attack. Um, definitely, they they really um, brought through us. And, and I think um, was it after that game? Was it after that game that he changed the formation? Um, was that was the derby game after that? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and 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 fair play to Alexander for actually re recognizing that because, you know, he, he's kind of he would have recognized that um, 
that wasn't working or we'd been sussed out or that the fact that the changes he could have made um, didn't, you know, like bring him, because we had Bobby, we had uh, Chapman on and we had Big Kev on the bench, like three out of the four best footballers we've got in the, in the club, uh, players that are able to kind of play a bit differently towards, you know, in, in terms of um, the same way that we were playing over those few games. It was similar at Crew, wasn't it? Um, in terms of, they got the one break and, and it, that was like you said earlier about um, the, the one mistake that we're making and we've been punished for it in recent games. Um, but then we were just, all, all crew had to do and listening to, um, it was either, a spa- again, the space at the, at the weekend saying that crew defended really well, so maybe give them credit, but we were not changing things up and, and fortunately, or, or at least in that sense, um, Alexander had recognise that so so you know fair play to him but I would say in my opinion um, that we have a good enough squad um, to, to go up and I think if we get one or two additions that he's that uh, Adams Adams Alexander's alluded to then you know it, it could cement that but obviously what we've got to do is is change the form round so that we actually start picking up the form that we did when um, after Notts County Thanks, Stan. Uh, Wayne, uh, back over to you, pal. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like it's just a table tennis match between me and Stan at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Stan, just, just going back to your question then, your your challenge against me. Yes. Uh, if we were to lose players such as Halliday, um, Smallwood or Gilead, um, uh, try to think of another one, uh, Cook, do you believe there is enough in our squad to replace those players? Because you're saying the squad's strong enough, but I'm I'm looking at key players and thinking if they're out, we are screwed. But you you clearly disagree. So well, I, I would say in, in middle of in the middle of the park, yes, I think we've got um, we've got like uh, McDonald in there. We've got um, Chapman that can play at number ten. Obviously, Cook is very difficult to replace, but you're talking like marquee players, aren't you? In in terms of the squad. That would depend largely on whether we keep Jake Young or not, or what what signing we make. So definitely, and, and uh, as um, you know, as has been said um, earlier, that we need somebody alongside, uh, not alongside Halliday, but as as a good backup to Halliday, um, because again, he's been like a star player for me. So yeah, but I, I take that point on board as well. That you know, obviously, but you are talking. I mean, you are talking what. Realistically, that would be what one out of those players mentioned that would go because there's no way that the club would let three those three players go. I think I think you could change like for like uh, Smallwood for for Kev McDonald. Obviously, Patterson's another matter because obviously we've got his injury record to consider. Um, but uh, we did play, didn't we? Um, the Derby game. Who played in the middle of the park when? Um, Kind of because uh, Brad was suspended and um, Gilead played at sort of right wing back. Remind me who we had in the middle. It was Kev McDonald. Who else did we have there? I thought it was Gilead. Did Gilead play that night? I can't remember. No, Gilead, Gilead was definitely on the oh, right. Was point, there was point and one there he yeah. brought in. He brought Chapman in. Yeah. So, so not ideal in terms of like they, they would be out of place, but Pointing would definitely kind of, you know, or Chapman would spearhead if you like at a, a two or three in midfield, um, and 
you know, sort of like I, I think McDonald would be more than ample replacement for um, for Smallwood because um, uh, obviously Smallwood's played more of a deeper role this season, hasn't he? In terms of um, having other players more of the attacking uh, roles within the sort of team, um, and obviously assuming that Jamie Walker comes back fit and stays fit for the rest of the season. So I think we're covered in there. I think, yeah, definitely Cook is is is, is the one in, in the up front that we, we would struggle to uh, replace. Yeah, Sam, Sam Case just said uh, there was Smallwood in the middle uh, against Derby um, with uh, McDonald. Yeah, yeah. So... Um. But, I mean, you know, sort of like uh, Wainers was saying, you know, obviously those players, I mean, the, the chances are, unless we had, like, an injury crisis, you wouldn't sell, like, two midfield players. Um, well, I, I, want, I, want, I want to suggest that we'd sell them. I'm saying if they're out injured. Like, we've missed um, Jamie Walker massively yeah. since he's been out injured. My point is, if, if any of the other players are out injured for a long time, I don't think we've got enough cover. And that's what I was getting at when I was saying the squad itself isn't good enough. Our 1 to 11, our first team 11, are probably as good as any team in this league. But wounds they get in injury or players out of form, I don't think we've got the cover. And that, that's what I was getting at behind the, the point I was saying the squad isn't good enough. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I think, I think um, like I say, it depends on it because we've got Terry Wright in now. So it, it, let's, let's assume that Walker remains fit then Wright would Wright would play sort of a wider role or maybe Bobby and Walker would come in, in inside and I think yeah I, I mean I take that point I think it'd be unlucky wouldn't it to lose key players really or more than one uh, or two key players but I think I think yeah good cover for, for Halliday but I suppose you would find someone you know kind of um, you'd put Gilead in that role and um and play sort of McDonald alongside Smold, which might not be ideal, but you would have to find a way, I suppose. Um, Wayne, final thing, um, right now, because we've obviously got some of the speakers, but um, is there anything that uh, that's uh, bothering you at the moment with the club? Do you want to get it off your chest? Because that's what it's called, this space. Is there anything that you uh, you want to speak about? Yeah, I mean, obviously we've chatted privately on, on matters um, and you know my thoughts on Ryan Sparks and the fact that I've got no trust in the guy anymore. My trust has gone in him completely. Um, so, so obviously that's the bugbear of mine. The supporters trust, uh, the supporters board, they're, I know that they do their best and they can only do with you know the questions that people send in to them. Um, and I know they, they, you know, they do what they can. I, I don't think that they, or, or certainly the chairman of the supporters board, um, presses the club enough for answers. Um, mm. As an example, I can give you an example. The One of the questions was, is there going to be a, an additional fans forum? And it was best to push back saying, no, we've already said we're going to give you one a year. And that's what we've given you. Whereas in the past, they've clearly said they're going to give you two a year. Um, so why has, why has there been a change? And why why did nobody challenge Ryan Sparks when he gave the answer? Yeah, well, Wayne, it's actually, it's actually in the club's charter. Uh, yeah, it's, it's printed and uh, an outlet for everybody to see. So that that for us as a, an independent trust is that we're, we're basically going, well, okay, well, that's not particularly good. And like you, we've got questions on 
why didn't you challenge on them? And I think they've already outlined that they they've suggested that they did, uh, but obviously we weren't there, so we can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing in the minutes to say that they questioned it or anything, so we yeah. have to take their word for it. Um, yeah. And then, and then I suppose the other, the only other bugbear that I've got is this. What came out from the back of of the uh, sports board meeting was that they're going to ask fans to get involved in the questionnaire for season tickets. Oh yeah, that's come out today, hasn't it? Yeah, what, what a ridiculous thing that is. I mean, I think somebody on the um, the, the cow's ass um, panel uh, actually a really good valid point in why is the questions all about you are going to to renew and would you be prepared to pay more money etc etc whereas the question should be are you going to renew next year and yeah. if not why not what's what issues are, are causing you any concern but there's nothing about that it was just a almost an acceptance that you are going to renew and would you be prepared to pay more money or keep it as it is I think one of the comments we've had today from um, a couple of supporters is that they felt it was a very, very lazy attempt and almost like a you know, blasé attempt to, to try and gain information when actually it would have been easier so they could get a decent forecast and understanding to ask, that, as the cows are said, you know, why are you not changing those, those, um, those questions to be much more direct um, so you get a kind of a, a com- confirmed answer? Um, rather than fluffy, should we say? Agreed. Um, okay, Wayne, well, thanks very much for that, buddy, and thanks for coming along. Um, um, Johnny, hello, buddy. I know you've been waiting for a while. Uh, over to you, my friend. Uh, anything you want to get off your chest? Just say welcome back, Steve. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, just a few things, really. It's just like I've just I joined a bit late, so I've just been doing a few things. Uh, I just caught last bit of Stan's and uh, Wayness's comments. It's like with the club, no one knows what's really going on. The I think they're trying to right the wrong, right the wrongs of basically transfers. Uh, I don't know if anyone's just seen it, but Osidebe has gone to Forest Green now uh, for an undisclosed fee. So they've somehow some miracle got some money for him, and uh, Oliver's gone. So they're trying to free up. And make money uh, to basically to get the team better again. I think, but with the yeah. with the matters at the club, it's just strange when it's like I saw that supporters trust thing yesterday, and I agree with Stan on what Wayness has said. It looks like it's half asked, really. Questions are being asked, and club are just like, yeah, we can't be asked answering this. And on about like the chart you're saying there. Is it in the chart saying they must have two fan forums? Yeah, um, it's been posted on a couple of things. I'll try and dig it out and, and repost it. But it, it's basically saying their commitment is to two fans forums a, a season. Now, you know, one of the um, kind of responses that we had back from our posts was um, that people felt that they were getting around this by um, doing the supporters board meeting each month. Now, I, I, I can't confirm or deny that, Johnny, so I don't know. I'm speculating, same as everybody else. But, you know, they did commit to to completing two fans' forums per per, per year. 
Um, and obviously there's still some of the season left, so there's still time. But, you know, obviously from our point of view, we've been pushing that we think there's a, an urgent one required because of the general consensus from, from our supporters. Because if memory serves me correctly, I think we've only ever just had one. I think we've had... I think we've had one. I can't. Did we have one at the beginning of this season? I genuinely can't remember. And obviously, I've had medicine, so that's been knocking me all over the place. Yeah, we had one at the beginning of the the season because I said something stupid in there, and obviously, it went viral on Twitter. But uh, yeah, my memory says me correctly. We've only had one, but we've only had one like most of the seasons. We've not really had two. So if the club are breaking its own charter, surely the supporters board should be. You need to sort your stuff out here because you, you're breaking your own charter, and it sounds like we have to sit in a down, like a downhill spiral, really. And I think what I'm good, and this is my own personal view, Johnny. I think what I'm most worried about is that communication has just suddenly dropped off a cliff. Yeah, hundred percent agree on that. It's like with the, you know, like the what word am I looking for? Like they do when like we win a game, they do like that match day thing don't they yeah that seems to have disappeared again i don't know if they've done did the is the one come up for colchester they they released some numbers i think and i can't i I can't remember if it was this weekend i'm pretty sure i saw a tweet from them um yeah because they normally do that like vlog thing don't they of uh like a match day thing and that seems to have disappeared oh the inside match day yeah 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 i haven't seen that for for a couple of weeks so personally, if things are going to going to crap, they probably need to get a new social media guy to take yeah. over and get communication back again to the club. Well, they have the been advertising. They've been advertising for a new digital marketing kind of operative. I know that because I saw that because I think the one they had has has gone uh, or is moving on. So I know that they've been advertising for somebody to come into the digital marketing team, um, which will. Would presume social is on the on the thing as well. And then just uh, just one last one from me, and then I'll I'll disappear. Then other people can chit chat. Uh, I can't remember if it was Stan Awareness who said it about the like the supporters board doing the season ticket thing. I just that's really strange, isn't it? They, they've they, the- they, they've sub- they've put out the form today of the supporters board. Um. And, Why not and then, that's what I don't get. Yeah, and then Bradford City have basically reposted that all over the place. So uh, I'm not sure about that either. Um, if it's a supporters board initiative, then just say it's a supporters board initiative to get gauge kind of feeling at the moment. But there's a lot of strange things going on at the moment with the club. So do you, Steve, Stan and Weirdness, are you renewing next season? Uh, I'm I'm going to renew um, simply because um, my view is I support the club, not the not the hierarchy that's there. I'll support the club. I know other people have got a different view on that, and that's fine. But my my view is from a business sense is that if I if I start to basically kind of de- you know deny them revenue, then effectively it could have it could play a part in play budget. And then we're never going to get anywhere. And especially with Rupp coming out and saying that the club's self-sustaining at the moment. So 
I don't really want to play a part in kind of like the demise of the club uh, in that sense. But you know, I, I respect whatever people want to do, but that's kind of like my own view on it. Mm. So I'm, I'm definitely new in any way. Like, like say were you there, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine not going to watch football really. And I, would, I don't really want to go shopping at B and M and stuff with misses. I'd rather be at football watching it and, and then same question to Stan and Wayness, really. Are you guys renewing or what's your plans for next season? I guess like you, I'll, I'll always renew because we, unfortunately, we're addicted to this bloody club, aren't we? So, so it's kind of um, I, the only thing that would stop me from renewing is if I had work commitments um, that I could not really sort of uh, turn down. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, and, it, and it's always it's always going to be the case. It's going to be leaner times. It's going to be better times. And, and we are supporters of Bradford City. As Steve has said, we're not Ryan Sparks supporters. We're not Stefan Rupp or whoever the next owner or CEO is. We're, we're Bradford City. And it's kind of like this cliched, you know, greater than the sum of its parts. But that's, that's what we do. So, um, and I'll probably be like... Uh, you know, so my girlfriend asked me at the start of the season, um, she says, I says, oh, you know, long trip to Crawley today. And she says, oh, why'd you do it? I says, because I'm a knobhead. And I said, <laughs> it's like knobheads on tour, you know, and it's like, you do it because you do it, you know. And um, at this point in my life, it's um, important enough for me to kind of renew. So, yeah, I would, I, I will be renewing, um, definitely. What about yourself, Wernus? I'll be honest with you, mate. I'm tall at the moment. My my head says one thing, my heart says the other. I, I I've been in this position before where I've said I'm not going to renew again, whilst X is in charge, and um, then at the last minute I've ended up renewing, and it'll probably be the same again this time. As it stands at the moment, I'm I'm saying no. I probably won't go again because I need to make a stand, and nothing's going to change if we keep doing the same thing. Um, but then. Like you said, the pull will pull again to me as we come round again. So, I don't know. I, I think stand, I would like to say no, I won't be renewing again. Whilst the club is, is managed by Sparks under a RUP ownership. But when the season tickets come out, it'll probably be a different matter. And I'll pull in up renewing again. They'll suck me um, in. For I think if else. I can just jump in here, that, that's that's the issue that fans have is that, and, and maybe I don't know whether clubs play on that or not, or whether it's just one of those things. But um, the fact that fans do find it hard to stay away, you know, if there are any kind of um, thoughts of any protest, you kind of like you you're sort of punishing yourself because you're not getting to watch something that you enjoy watching. So it's it's it's, it's that kind of paradox, I suppose. What about if we use? Uh, the emojis at bottom and say thumbs up if you want to renew or thumbs down if you're not going to renew and just generally just see what people put. So thumbs up if, you wanna, if you're going to renew, thumbs down if you're not renewing. Just get a general thing. I don't know. I don't know, I could, I, I don't know if you probably could see this, Steve, but I can't see anything come up at minute, but... Yeah, just <laughs> Couple of uh, thumbs oh, down. Um, one, yeah, thumb up there from Lee. Um, I think it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? And you know the the, the heart leads the head sometimes to these things. Um, but I, I just think that um, 
I think we're in a really difficult position, guys. Uh, I really do uh, right now as as fans um, because we just want. I think we just want a we want a plan. That's it. I think we want a plan and we want to see them move forward with it. But hey ho, that's me. Um, one thing um, just before I ask for more speakers, uh, this might actually drive people to speak. But um, I've been asked to. Um, touch on uh, on something that I've read today. I think. Uh, sorry, we've mentioned cow's ass again. Uh, sorry, guys, um, but they've they've run with it. I've seen a couple of posts on it as well, and that was the Kadima Sports Tour uh, that we had in pre-season. And there's been some allegations that have come out today that the guy who was in charge of Kadima um, was a friend of Ryan Sparks, uh, Feverston, uh, something to do with Feverston in his previous life. And uh, effectively, uh, that Kadima was as dodgy as, as he like a PO box number in um, register PO box number in London. Uh, and I just wondered if anybody had some views on that, because for me, um, I'm not sure why a lot more hasn't been made out of this or a lot more attempts to kind of look at this because, you know, I, I, I didn't go personally on the trip over there. Um, so if anybody who's on listening has went on that trip, uh, can give us a, a kind of an overview of what it was like, etc. that'd be great. But, um, does anybody have any views on, on that or know anything else or can confirm what we're seeing there? Um, or is it, do we think it's just speculation and smoke and mirrors? Anybody want to speak on that at all? Okay, that's fine. Um, I don't know enough about this company, but from what I've read is that they've only ever done one tour, and that's Bradford. So, uh... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus... Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. I just find it really, really interesting that that has been unearthed, and um, and and we're you know we're seeing kind of these sort of allegations. Uh, and I've not seen anything from from Ryan Sparks in terms of a, a comment on it, etc. So um, I just thought I'd bring it up and uh, and see where we go. So um, over to you again, guys. Um, Anybody else got any points, anything they want to get off their chest about the current thing? It could be about Stephen Jen and the recruitment so far. It could be about um, uh, anything that you want. You might be unhappy with the kind of uh, tiffins, whatever you want. Anybody else uh, got anything to say? 
Come on, there's loads of you on. You must have some views, guys. Twitter's normally a light with uh, your views. Very quiet. Anybody got any views on the support board questions? Or do you want to comment any more on that? Or anybody got any views on where we're going to finish at the end of this season? Um, oh, there we go. Stands back. Yeah, I, I have a question on, on the gent thing, and, and I'll put that out to um, see what the consensus is. But do we think overall um, the recruitment of the last two years has been a net positive or a net negative? Or, or, uh, or just like middle of the road? That's a really good question. Well, I'll show up and let everybody else answer. But um, my viewpoint right now is that I thought that Gent's first round, first transfer window was pretty solid. Um, the remaining ones since, I'm not, I've not been kind of like heel cooking and dancing down the street. But that's just my view. So I would say overall it's been good, even over the two seasons. There's obviously, I think, um, this season's been hit and miss, hasn't it? I think um, the Clark uh, Odo, or Odo um, being signed as a left wing back, and then him, him saying, "I'm not a left wing back." I, I, that obviously is is bad. Sort of um, something went wrong uh, in that sort of signing. I mean, he's been an okay signing overall, but I think. Well, I say okay, he's been disappointing. I, I think Patterson's been good, but obviously he's been uh, a bit injury-prone for a little while. Um, if we go through the summer signings, so we've got um, Tyler Smith. Um, middle, I think middle of the road has been as good as he's been bad. Um, and who else? So the loans, Tullock came in and he did all right, didn't he? But... Um, he only sort of got a two or three games out of him. The, the lad of Forker was, um, I think he was just a free roll at dice, wasn't he, really, in terms of like um, nothing to lose bringing him in. Probably cheap as yeah. chips. And um, well, Gorky's been was a disappointment <coughs> for me because considering that, you know, kind of going through the, um, uh, you know, the England setup through the junior ranks, etc., I expected him to have better fundamental skills, but. There were a couple of games where he played okay, but um, he, again, for me, I think my guess is that when he came in, possibly Hughes was maybe surprised, thinking he, he should have been better than he was. Um, I don't know. Um, I think sometimes for me, Stan, is that I, I sometimes wonder whether they basically truly do look at the team and go, we need we yeah, we need cover here. We need to do that. I mean, because the the cook thing, for example, we've known that we needed backup for cook for some time, especially when Verdane Olive was out, and we had a prime chance to try and get somebody in, and we just never did. Yeah, I, I think I think unfortunately, um, whatever it was with Mark Hughes and uh, Jake Young, um, you know, you had a ready-made player there. Um, you know, it was, I mean, we, we don't know whether he would have got the goals, you know, depending on, on how we would have played and, you know, whether, whether he would have played out wide or, or wherever. Um, I think Cook's been very difficult to kind of um, find a, somebody that's either a really good backup or either in terms of like um, a different style, but equally effective or just like a competition for, for Cook. 
Um, and, and I've said this a few times, and I, you know, these days I don't think managers and, and you know, you can't tell me that they don't have the resources or the time to, um, well, maybe, maybe not, because the, the fixture list is so full, but, you know, to actually watch a player in person and you know when, when you sign when when looking at a player obviously I'm, I'm this is my guess on how it works is that manager goes to gent right okay i need a left back this is what i need gent will go through his uh, his contacts all his like spreadsheets or whatever he'll find a list of players within budget within whatever they're looking at and they'll see the reels of like you know the the youtube show reels etc but how many times does a manager sort of says, right, okay, well, that player, he looks good. He's got a funny gait, but what he does with that ball, I can see him fitting in, say, like, as a holding midfielder, or whatever it is. I don't think that happens anymore. And I think, um, you know, maybe the, the game's moved on from that. But I, I find it um, surprising that uh, sometimes almost players surprise managers when they come in, you know, in, in, in sometimes like almost like a disappointing way. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, Stan, thanks, mate. I'm just going to try and get a couple of speakers in now. Um, Pedro, uh, thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, the floor's over to you, buddy. Uh, what do you want to get off your chest? Well, I'd like to it cow's ass. Stand up and be counted for and speak because the voice a good opinion and I like their opinions and very well spoken uh, but just never seem to voice them you know i've never seen them on the vent i've never seen them anywhere just you know just publicly talking but they don't really talk a lot of sense uh i really got much to get off my chest really just i don't see a lot of these players that have gone out like lewis maybe as did he as had Derek adams as alexandra not really liked him and seen that he's done a couple of you know i've seen a couple of goals that i thought i could have probably saved that uh but he has had saved some that you think, how the hell has he done that? Uh, maybe as he's seen he's inconsistent and thought I'll get another goalie, Sam Walker sounds pretty decent. He got offered another contract to Charlton. I know he's just third choice or second choice bench warming, but still got to be something about him. Uh I know there's a few questions that people are saying about like getting Colin Doyle to scout players and you know it does when you think of it like that it does make it sound bad but you know that's due diligence as well you know at the same time people are asking him and he's getting his due diligence off of him because you've got to ask people you know to obviously get that uh, so that sort of question about uh, but yeah, I just think that he's probably a good replacement and I'm glad Lewis has gone. You know, he wanted to go. Barnsley put an offer in it. He turned his head. He went, he got a bit grumpy. He wanted his send and I don't think he's ever been his send since. So I'm, I'm glad he's gone, to be honest. I think that um, quite a lot of fans believe that he had a great first season, but this season he's been hit and miss on some cases. Um I think it was just the kind of uh, speed of him going uh, that shocked quite a lot of fans. Um, and then obviously it doesn't help when the fees undisclosed. So, you know, straight away then people are saying, well, we got the value for him. Um, City seems to be playing hardball over Young, so who knows? Well, just that Carlisle saying that, 
he said he were an extortionate price and way out of the budget. Then he's come out and made this statement now to clear it and say, I didn't mean to say that or I don't, don't think I've said that or something like that. It's definitely on BBC website, uh, BBC Cumbria site. Uh, but maybe they either want a good fee. I'd want a good fee for him, you know. I don't, maybe he'd want gone. You know, we don't know. You know, we don't really know. Did Mike Hughes not like him and want rid? What he just, you know, one of these, not a good dressing room guy, you know, just. Yeah, we don't know the way that's happening. What he will like and what is he? Do you think he's got that big attitude, that big ego? Is is it one of them that stomps and when it, when he's not playing, he brings morale down? And, you know, if you have a few of them in camp, then it does spread, you know, does if you lower people's morale and start talking and people start actually, you know, you sit around shit, you'll smell of it and it's true, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I think that if he's doing right, that, and then, you yeah. know, get gone. All right, Bobby. Um, thanks yeah. for that. Anything else uh, that's bothering you about the club at the moment? Anything, what did you think of the, uh, um, the kind of supporters boards minutes? Did you have any view on those? Yeah, like he supports, but just just seem as though that there's no really getting done. You know, there's no communication from club that I heard someone say earlier. There's just no communication. I don't think supporters board can get all out of them. I don't think even people emailing Ryan Sparks to getting replies back. I think it's just like everyone just put earplugs in and that's it, and you know, and no one can get to them. Uh, yeah, we, we we definitely have had an, haven't had any reply back from uh, Mr. Sparks. I must submit in terms of our questions. So, and we'll keep trying. Um, we'll go from there. Um, thanks, Pedro. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, yes, I'm going to move on. Okay, that's I really appreciate I'll try you. Try get the cow's ass on if you can. I'd love to hear them speak. And well, they're listening. Uh, so it's up to are. them. They're good at that. <laughs> All listening and um, no action. Oh, they've got plenty to say. I'm pretty sure of it, judging by the forum. So, stay shy, which is, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, Owen, it's over to you, pal. Thanks for waiting for us as well, mate. I appreciate it. Hello. Uh, what do you want to get off your chest, mate? Well, uh, well, I, j- I just joined space. I thought about the city. It's just, uh, just uh, a bit crazy at the minute, isn't it? Really, with all that's going on. Oh, there's definitely lots going on, shall we say? Um, and I think, uh, you know, it's just one of them, isn't it? A lot of pointing fingers at the minute and what have you. Um, I think this whole Jake Young situation is needs to be sorted. Definitely, uh, we can't have it keep lingering for me. That's that's one problem at the minute. We need to know where he's staying, going, injured, not injured. You know, what, is he stalking? What's the situation? I think we need to be a bit more clear on what's going on. Do you think he'll go, Owen? Well, I don't... I've heard it a change of heart and that he does want to stay at the same. I don't know what the reason is. Um, I, I think if he's going to move, he'd be stupid to move to Carlisle, in my opinion. He's having season of his life. I don't know why you want to go there. I'm probably a bit isolated up top. I remember in our relegation season, Doyle would have 
isolated ninety percent of the time, and that's what happens in really like no Beckham's playing a relegated team, really. Yeah, that's true, and um, and I think uh, I've heard, I've read a couple of things that that's kind of put him off a little bit as well. Judging by the season that he's had, he doesn't really want to kind of jeopardise what what a good half season he's had by potentially going to a relegation fight. Yeah, bit bit silly, really. Uh, we need to just sort out what's going. On. Like, if we are going to get rid of him, I don't want to wait till the last day. Like, I know it's not really on us as much. To you know, if a if a club came in at the death and said, right, three quarters of a million pounds on the table with a good sell on clause and goal bonuses, we might think all of a sudden, shit, that's a good deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we might have to just take it. I think if we did get anything upwards of 500 grand, we've probably got to take it, in my opinion, because for me, I don't, I don't think he's that much of a good player. If, if if you want me to be totally honest, I think he's a bit of a flashing pan who's had a good half season. Well, he had uh, Kemp, could be Kemp wrong. Could be wrong. Him, he? He, had, he had Kemp playing alongside him as well. He's gone back to the Dons yeah. uh, and they seem to hit it off. It's just then whether Alexander plays him to strengths and he can link up with uh, Cook. I think that's a million-dollar question, isn't it? Well, we've now... A lot of people were adamant that Chambon were going, you see. <laughs> like, people... I was seeing so many fucking know-it-all say we're 100% going. And now it looks like he's back in the fold. So... Yeah. He's another one that gets for an entire crash being signed back. For me, that is such a good piece of business. People saying it's like a a PR done and what have you. I think are a bit a bit crazy to be honest with you because if anyone actually watched him play last year, if that guy would have stayed, I for me would have definitely gone up. I think that was a big difference last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose time will tell. We've still got whatever it is, two weeks of window left, roughly. Yeah. Um, I bet, so uh, bet Hughes is absolutely kicking himself. Probably is. Um, because I mean, he probably thinks, you know, if he'd have kept him, would he have ever been sacked? Probably not. Not, well, not be shot anyway. There's still some kind of, um, you know, kind of doubt as to why Young was... Uh, was in the spanking corner anyway because he literally uh, obviously had some sort of fallout didn't they yeah well you know people said so many things like it was something to do because he were mates with Kate, you remember Kane yeah people saying it's because he were mates with him and all to do with that course you know that, honestly I'm not going to drop anyone in it but I can assure you that is bollocks yeah, <laughs> uh, I I know that for for a fact, hundred percent, and I don't mean to be one of these in the know people, and I'm not going to drop names at all. But I know that's bullshit. It's fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, I, look, there's been loads of rumours flying about about. Apparently, he, he called him. What did he call? Apparently, he called Hughes clueless, or something like that. Whether that's true, like Pedro said, you know, it, who knows why? For all we know, Young could be. A fucking sulky to what? <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of it we don't see, do we? We don't see but the training every day and things like that. People, people don't see in training what you see in a match day. Yeah. 
I one of the players told me, and again, I'm not fucking dropping names. He said last year our best three players, ability wise, were Chapman, Pereira, and East. Pure ability, this is. Yeah. Two of them players barely played for his last year. So wow. that tells you everything, doesn't it, really? Yeah. And Owen, will you be renewing your season ticket this coming uh, season? Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, for me, look, I know people say you've got to take action, etc. but <laughs> m- me me not renewing my season ticket is not going to change anything. Uh, it, it's it's the thing that I love doing, and uh, I'll be pretty lost on a Saturday without football, so uh, I'll definitely keep going. <laughs> uh, and would you, uh, this coming season, would you pay more for it, if need be? Um... Uh, just on the purely on the chance that um, it, bigger playing budget, I'm I'm going to use that. Well, I've done it for years. I, I definitely, I, I'm kind of sick of having these big crowds and what have you because I think it's just one added pressure. Two people use it as an excuse, like we're too big for this league. We're not. We have cheap tickets, and that's why people turn up. It's, it's simple as I'd rather ten thousand real fans there than eighteen k and half them up want to really be there that's fair enough so I don't know it's, it's one of them I'll, I'll keep going to away games like people were mourning today about not being able to get a Wrexham ticket but they weren't at Colchester away last week I can assure you that it's fair enough it, it's like the the whole that's the you know I'm, I'm not really happy Clapper I'm, I don't like to really mourn I'm kind of a, a middleman me you see yeah I, I'm a bit re- reactionary after games but I try to keep my me points to myself or sharing with people nearby but I don't I won't run to Twitter and put fucking hell right or awful blah 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 because the player the players do read tweets believe it or not and they do, they do read the Twitter and so do the families as well like with us a day believing a day I think it's pretty pathetic how our fans have handled it um laughing saying all this and that it's just like just wishing well just just say we've got a fee time for me to move on all the best sort of thing you know what I mean yeah that's fair enough okay and, I, it, and I'm not one who's blaming I'm not blaming the fans before any, anyone wants to put on hashtag people blaming fans again because I'm not look fans of the they're entitled to their own opinion if they want to boo they can boo you know it's True. one of them and that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Everybody's got different opinions and, um, you know, and they have the right to voice them. We might not always agree with them. We might agree with them, but the fact is, is that they're entitled to make their own kind of like, uh, judgment on things and, and, and tell everybody that if they want to, um, we don't have to agree with it. We can agree with it. That's the, that's the choice we have. Well, uh, you know, if, someone, and, if someone's paying their hard earned money, paying that cash to get through that gate and, or that when they're travelling down away games and paying for that, if the, if we get hammered three 0 and they want to clap at full time, the the more they're entitled to do like yeah, I'm I've I've been to away games before and I've seen people clapping for anyone. I've been more seething with them clapping because I'm like I I don't know. But look, it's their opinion, and if I want to boo, I hope no one to question me at the same time. Um, it's it's one of them things, and it's easy for people to sit behind anonymous accounts on Twitter who watch on iFollow etc uh, and criticise this isn't that but the, if you actually go at games 
you'll you'll see the proper fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to speak and everything. Um, right, guys. Anybody else uh, got any points to make? Um, anybody else want to basically have a say on something? Um, uh, we've been going just over an hour. I don't obviously want to keep you if nobody else wants to speak. Uh, but it's been fun this, um, and um, we've we've discussed some interesting things. But anything else that's that's kind of um, you want to get off your chest at the moment? Um, and um, yeah, it's over to you guys. Otherwise, we'll um, we'll wrap things up and I'll let you get back to your evenings. Well, we've just got a request. Uh, oh, Mark. So, Mark, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. What do you want to get off your chest? Over to you, Mark. We're just waiting for you to come off mute, buddy. Yeah, can you hear me now? Oh, there you go, mate. Welcome, yeah. mate. Uh, what do you want to get off your chest? Well, I, I, my, my frustrations with the club at the moment is basically the lack of a plan with, with any... It, you can go on about Gent and the signings I was listening earlier. It's a scattergun approach. It's just like, let's just sign everyone. We've got one of the biggest squads I can ever remember. And most of them, they're not even fit to farm in a farmer's field. You know, let alone play football. They're awful. Absolutely awful. And, and I, I think just, we've got 34, haven't we, Mark, at the moment? 34 on the books right now? Well, less yeah, what we've yeah. sold and um, got rid of. But if we got like fourteen of them off the books, and you got a twenty-man squad, and how many, how many, like instead of them fourteen, you could have had five quality players in that budget, and that could be the difference between being up there with the, with with Wrexham and all the others. You know what I mean? And where we are now, where to be honest with you, one bad run and we could be. I mean, I think we're safe this season, but it's for a club outside. It's just so frustrating, and and, and Sparks is like, he's, he's the main man. He has to have someone alongside him or he has to employ someone to oversee the club and have a direction of, you know, a, a, you see other clubs and they have a, they have a plan. It doesn't matter if a manager comes and goes, they, they carry on going. Most of them carry on going. You know, there's very few clubs like Stevenage when, when they, when their manager goes, they'll go, you know, they'll go down. Most clubs carry on building. Burton did for years and years. I know they're on the slide now, but, that could be lack of investment again now. I don't know. Maybe the, the money's run out there. He seems to be, you know, in politics at the moment, under their chairman, rather than football. But, you know, they, they did have a plan and managers come and go and they carried on going. They can't, you know, they, these, I just don't know. That's, I don't know any else things, but just to me, it just seems like we just buy loads and loads of average players and hopefully we get a gem. And, you know, there's not actually any thought behind it at all. I think um, from previous seasons, we've gone from one extreme to the other. Because I remember on transfer windows, you're looking for any news that City just want, would sign somebody. And so we've gone from that to then, you know, bringing in 34 players. Um, well, we didn't bring in that many, but you know what I mean, having 34 players on the books. And then, you know, you do have to look at some of the quality that we've got there. I mean, you know, Derbyshire hasn't really done a job for absolutely ages. I think he was in India. When we yeah. picked him up, has, has he scored two goals or something in his career? I can't, I can't remember the exact numbers. Um, I mean, another short signing, isn't it, really? You know, yeah. And Oliver, you know, 
I, you know, I, I'm glad he's going out and getting some game time because he was obviously injured. And obviously, I think Evans will get him scoring. That's the worst thing. But he's not really. You know, we've we've paid for his bill while he's you know he's injured. We've got Pattinson out injured at the moment, who on his day can be a very good footballer. But there's just some that you know they don't see for some reason. City players they come here and then they don't seem to fulfil the potential because on paper yeah. we've got a really good squad. That, but if you do your research, Patterson's always been injury prone. So who's actually doing the backgrounds? You know, when he came, everyone knew. You know, it's a safe fit. He'll be a good player. But we knew yeah. that he, he had these issues, and and yet we still gamble. And you you look at all these thirty-four man squad. We start the season with, and then everyone's talking about pointing. Come through the ranks. How can he be like the standout of the season when you sign that many players? You know what I mean? It's, it's a joke. It, it just shows what's happened. You know, we, we get the guy from Hull, you know, in the middle of a park. He, he, the, the Hull fans were sad to see him go. He comes to us and, like I say, he's just been a letdown, really. He seems to be sulky half at time. And I, do, I don't know what's going on. There just seems to be something bad at the club at the moment. And I, I do think we need a direct. I've never, I never really advocated directors of football because I don't think they always work. But we need something with or a plan and then get that sort of play. You mentioned uh, Oliver, you know, he, he, he was he, he was brought for this for goals. But if you look at him, he's the sort of player that fries off wingers. And we've never had a manager play with wingers. So why bring in a player that's not going to fit into that system again? It's, it's just more, more foresight. Yeah, we, just, we don't have wingers, we don't play with wingers. So why get, why get a target man that's going to play off a winger? It's not going to work, is it? That's the thing now. Is I go back to your point, Mark, about plan. You know, and I start to look at clubs like Notts County, like um, Stockport, etc., who've come up through from non-league, fair enough, you know, former league clubs, but have almost kind of just reinvented themselves and gone, right, this is the plan. This is what we're going to stick to. And, you know, my family, my, my wife's side are from Stockport, and they'll tell you that they've been kind of uh, sticking with this plan since... God knows how long. All the fans know what it is. It's invested in youth. It's kind of doing this, doing that, etc., etc. And they've not deviated from it once. And you look at the success levels that they're having, um, and you and I can't help but be jealous a little bit. To be fair, no, I, I am as well. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally agree. And you can buy into a plan, and you can know that you, can, you sometimes it takes a while to work, but if you can see it. Like we did when Parky was there, you could see how we were running as a club. Yeah, all right, we always want more. Everyone wanted more. Everyone wanted championship football. We didn't quite get it. But every year we improved. And every year we added to it. And you could see which way we were going. And at the moment, we're absolutely lost as a club. And I do think we will lose 5,000 fans this season. I really do. I do not. I mean, the other guy said, if you only have 10,000, fair enough, you know. 10,000 real fans but if 10,000 real fans are paying an extra 25 pound each a season ticket how much money has the club lost you know what I mean when 5,000 have walked away you know and, and then that reflects on when you're trying to sell your advertising because there's less people there the club merchandise the drinks everything else you know it, it has a knock-on effect it's not just and then you have a lesser budget so then you've got a lesser budget so you've got 10,000 fans how long before some of them finally get fed up it, it all has a knock-on effect. We have to we have to stay together as a club, but we, the only way we'll do that is if we have a clear plan, and, and and also that comes with communication, which used to be really good under Ryan Sparks, and 
I know he's under a lot of pressure, but hiding behind his settee and putting his ear, you know, his hands over his ears is not going to make it go away. He has to stand up and be counted. It's times like this when you're either, either a leader or you're not a leader. And if he isn't a leader, then it's not a job for him. But you can't keep hiding like he is. You know, this, this hanging Jake Young out, either sell him or don't sell him. Most, most players that go out on loan and then come back who, who have got a chance of playing to the club, they're usually in the Telegraph and Argus. You know, saying about oh, they can't wait to get back. You know, they've gone out, and got the got the fitness back up, etc., etc., and they want to show what the fans what they can do. Jake's not even having an interview. It's like we we don't want him to say anything in front of any of any of the fans. We don't want the club to look bad. We're actually trying to get as much as we can. Be just be honest. If that's the plan to sell him to invest the money, tell the fans be honest. At least we know what's going on. I, I, I don't like this. Smoke and mirrors and cloak and dagger stuff that they're trying to do at the moment. I, I think it just alienates more and more fans. Well, I think the thing that's been proven, Mark, so far is that Sparks will get, you know, and I think about the Cowley thing. You know, the reality was is that he said that Cowley was, uh, um, oh, sorry, Graham Alexander was first choice. And we know that the Cowleys basically made a statement in the press saying they'd been there, they'd been offered the job, and they refused it. Um, and and these little sound bites that he keeps giving uh, Sparks, they keep he keeps getting caught out, and yeah. you know, and then what happens then is the pressure then ramps up on him, and he he then goes missing, and we haven't seen him in 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 anger in anything for absolutely ages. He did the new manager kind of press conference, um, and then we've not heard anything. So you know, and I think for me it's a case of that. Right now, when we're having a tough spot, you need your you need your kind of like leaders of the club coming out and saying this is what we're doing. And like I agree with you, like you said, if you've made a mistake or if there's mistakes, etc., and you want to basically kind of put a new plan in place, tell the fans so that we know because we'll get behind it. Yeah, yeah. Honesty is always the best way, I think. And and standing up and be counted, you know that that's when you need your leaders. I mean, uh, Graham Alexander, I think he'll be. I think he's a good manager, and I think he could do a good job if he's backed. But at the moment, he's standing up on his own. <laughs> he's looking around him, and there's no, there's no one with him. You yeah. know, he's, he's he's standing there, and he's taking all the flack at the moment, and he's strong enough to do it. Don't get me wrong. And and, and as a manager, he, but he's showing leadership as as a manager. But he could do with a little bit of support here and a little bit of like. Direction if a club are selling Jay Young, we should turn around to him and, and be able to sell up, just let it out. We're going to sell him, we'll reinvest his money, we'll, we'll get the right players in. We need, we need to trim the fat, we need to get this money back in because we're self sufficient. We, we, we've got to get the money back in because we must have wasted lots and lots of money. This with Matt Hughes buying two teams and none of it any good, you know. What I mean, it, it's, it's an awful mess, it really is a mess. 30 odd players, I'd say, we haven't got I, 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 tell you what I, do, I tell you what I do fear. I, I, I fear that we go on another managerial merry-go-round again because I think that we need to get some stability in place. And and Alexander, for me, he's he seems to be saying the right thing, he's, things. He seems to care. But I just worry now that if he gets frustrated with how things are going, that he could walk away. And I think that would be so damaging for us as a club right now. Yeah, it would be a disaster. I really do think that would be a disaster because I, I do think he's a good manager. I think he's like Parky, he might be a slow burner getting it. You know, it's, it's a big club, it's a big mess. It's going to take a while to turn around. 
But yeah. the thing is, we're running out of time with the season ticket deadline approaching of when they'll start doing the offers. And if this season fizzles out and we do, do lose Jake Young and, you know what I mean, and, and maybe one or two others and we don't know what the club are trying to do with it, it's no good trying to do a last-minute, you know, promotion and whatever just to try to get bums on seats. I, I, I really feel like we've got to be honest now in this window and say, look, we're probably not looking to sign too many. We want to keep us powder dry. We want to go into the summer with Graham so he can trim who he wants gone from the squad and we're going to give him this amount of money we've got in plus the budget for next year and we'll get some proper quality in and they need to be on it and they need to prove that as well because I think we really are approaching last last chance saloon for a lot of fans. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you coming on yeah. and, uh, and having a chat, buddy. We'll try and probably do more of these get off your chest spaces. Um, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming on, pal. I appreciate it. Okay, no worries. Thank you. Thank you. Jake, uh, over to you, buddy. Thanks for waiting for us, mate. And thanks for coming on and, uh, and sparing some time um, to have a listen and, uh, and get involved. It's over to you, my friend. What do you want to get off your chest? Hi, mate. Thanks for having me. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you fine, pal. It's over so, to you, buddy. Uh, just a quick one on Jake Young. I agree with a lot of stuff what Max just said there. I think he came across really well. Um, my only point about Jake Young would be, I know, and I see it a lot on Twitter, everyone's coming out and saying, you know, say what we want to do with Jake Young. But as far as I can see, Alexander's saying, you know, if he was fit, and I know we've got a lot about this injury and this little niggle and whatever else, but he's coming out and saying if he was fit, he'd be in the team. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know what, what much more he can say apart from that. Like, he's saying that he wants him in the squad. He has no intentions of selling him, but people don't seem to be paying much attention to that. And it all seems to be about the fact that we think that we are going to sell him. So I don't know if there's much more Graham Alexander can do in that, in that respect, really. Jay, I'll tell you what's something that's been on my mind about Young and his time at Swindon is the fact that they allowed um, that Flynn played Young when he was injured. And I thought there was a level of protection for loan players where they can't basically play them if they're, if it risks injury. Um, and maybe we're wrong, but, I, I just think it was pretty bad form from Swindon playing him when he was injured uh, instead of giving him the care that he needed. Yeah, I'd, you'd expect that there'd be clauses in contracts, wouldn't you? But then I suppose a lot of that comes from how how honest Swindon want to be with us and what that relationship's like, I suppose. I don't really know. That's fair enough. It just bothered me, that's all, because send him back and he's injured and then we can't play him because of that injury. Yeah. It's yeah, it don't seems a bit good, does it? And it also it also makes him, and whether or not this is the case or not, it makes him not look as committed to to us as he was to them. Do you know what I mean? If he's willing to to play through the injury for them, but not for us, that's a fair point. Where do you see us finishing this year, Jake? Middle of the road, mate. I don't think I don't think we're going to get promotion. Unfortunately, I don't think. I think we'd be we'd be lucky to scrape playoffs. I think we'd need to put on a bit of a run, but I think it's all about letting letting Graham continue to assess the squad. I do think he's the man to take us forward. I think he comes across really well in the press. He seems like he knows what's what. Um, so let him assess, let him get his own people in and, and build the squad. I think I'd, I'd be really interested to see uh, what his plans formation-wise are because I, I don't know if this three at the back and with wing-backs is is his preferred formation or is it what he's playing because of what we've got? I don't really know. Okay, buddy. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything, uh, 
anything bothering you else about the club? Um, well, I think I think like everyone else, I think communication can be a lot better. Again, I agree a lot with what Mark said. Just just come out and be honest. You know what I mean? Like like you've all said, like you know, saying that Graham Alexander was first choice and all these little sound bites just come back to bite him in the ass. And I think like as a, as a fan base, like <laughs> we never we never let him forget. Like, not me personally. I think. I'm a bit like that Owen lad you had on earlier, like keep my counsel to myself, not, not really too vocal in terms of criticising things on Twitter because I just think it's not not always necessarily a good look. But um, I think as a, as a fan base, like you look at the hashtag, it's like it's like we got a bunch of detectives on there sometimes just picking stuff out and picking <laughs> people out and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think these, these sound bites <laughs> always come back to uh, to bite people in the ass a little bit, don't they? So... Yeah, I think I think more Fair communication. Enough, and I listened to that Hard Truth podcast with obviously that Phil, who's a Bradford fan, and Dara McCartney, and I just really like yeah. how open and honest Dara is about everything. And um, yeah, I don't I don't know if anyone's heard the latest one, but he spoke about how if they'd have gone up this season, if we'd have still had Harry Lewis, he'd uh, he'd have tried to sign him as the backup for them in the championship. Yeah, he did say that. Um... I think I think he's secret bantam is Dara anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all have um, dreams that one day he'll own us, don't we? But we'll see. I think he'd really fancy it to be fair. Um uh definitely. Um Jake, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you giving us the time uh, and coming on. Uh so thanks for your support on that, mate. Uh, thanks, Wayne. Uh, you're back on, pal. Uh, what else do you want to get off your chest? Yeah, I was just going to ask Jake whether he actually believes the issue around um, uh, Young. Because I know he said that um, he's got this injury and has he got this injury and um, what more can Alexander do? He's, he's, he's spoken honestly. Have you heard the interview today, Jake, that um, Alexander had? Where he said he's spoken to to Jake Young at, at length. I just wasn't sure that he was giving enough information out in that interview because he, he basically said that he'd spoken to him, and then he was asked, "Well, was that enough to keep him to stay?" And he went, like, "Well, he didn't really answer it. He just kept going round and round, round." So going back to what Mark said, is he being honest? It, could he have not just said, "You know, I've spoken to him." He's still thinking about moving on if an offer comes in that he likes. Um, but he didn't. He, he just he just kept saying, well, I've spoken to him. I've told him my opinion. We've had a chat. But what, what's Jay Young's part, part point in this? Does, does he want to leave? Because we still don't know. And I've still met personal opinion. I don't think he's injured. I, not enough to, uh, to keep him out. Yeah. Um, I I think Graham Alexander's done nothing for me to not not believe anything that he's ever said in press conferences. Um, whereas I think I think there's probably other people within the club that you know, like we we go back to these little sound bites about Sparks and things. I think if it was if it was Ryan Sparks coming out and say it, then me personally, I'd, I'd take it with a bit more pinch of salt. But I think there's nothing that that Graham's done currently so far for me to to not believe him. Now, the the one thing that did concern me is that it felt and it sounded like it was Jake Young's choice rather than the club's choice. Do you know what I mean? Like there was that soundbite, wasn't there, about, you know, when Jake tells us he's fit enough to train, then then he'll train almost, which I know you've got to take the player's lead on it, but 
the the worry always at that point then is that you know he's got he's got his agent in his ear saying we've got this offer coming in we've got that offer coming in who knows but I think and I've not listened to it yet but I know obviously there's the press conference come out today and then this he seems to have spoke a little bit more about Jake Young and obviously all the comments from the Carlisle manager and I don't know whether Viday and Oliver going out now and freeing up of his wages means that we've got more more in the budget that we don't need to sell sell Jake Young now and you know if we if we did have a, have a price in mind like that's no longer valid anymore because we've we've freed up a bit more money elsewhere so you know things things could could have changed okay guys yeah um sorry Wayne go on I'll show no I'm just saying that's that's fair comment from Jake um I'm not I've I'm not indicated that I don't believe Graham Alexander and that I think he's trying to pull wool over anybody's eyes I think it's more about the fact that he's he's not letting on certain information that he knows you know whether that's because it's come from the top telling him to you know not not disclose too much it just seems to be from that interview today where he talked at length about Jake Young and he kept going back to well I've spoken to Jake Young I've had I've had a long chat with him I spoke to him about having his head turned and me as a player, what I've had to go through in the past and all the rest of it. But he didn't actually say what Jake Young's own thoughts were after that conversation and whether he's still looking to move on if an offer comes in that he wants to take. And, and that's, that's my only concern. I think at this level, like, every, every player's got a price as well, don't they? I don't think any of us would complain. I think it was Owen that said it earlier, if half a million, three quarters of a million, whatever it is, if we get a decent offer for him, I don't think anyone anyone would complain about that necessarily, would they? It's just you don't want to see us selling him for next to not really. I think the biggest concern, Jake, is um, whether the club would reinvest that wisely. And judging by the Wid for the Post um, podcast this week that came out, if anybody's listened to it, uh, there was a good, I think they got over a, well over a thousand sample in a poll and 82% said that they didn't trust the club uh, right now um, to invest money wisely and things like that. So I think that's a million dollar question, isn't it? It's about, um, you know, whether we, you know, we reinvest that money if, if we were to get it. I think that would probably be the biggest concern for fans, uh, but I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. Um Okay, guys, anybody else have uh, got anything to say? Um, uh, speak your piece now, put your requests in. Otherwise, I'm going to um, thank you all for uh, for coming along and sparing some time tonight and just having a bit of a chat about City and uh, and getting things off our chests. Anybody else? Okay. Um, guys, thank you so much. Um, we'll probably try and do um, more of these a bit more regularly. We're, we're, we're probably going to be doing some in-person stuff as well for the uh, for the independent fans bit. Um, but for now, uh, thanks for turning up. Uh, thanks for getting involved and uh, speak to you all soon. All the best, guys. Take care. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. 
No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.